See, now I feel like I want to throw you off and do a totally different intro. Oh, geez, that would, yeah, that would, that would, that would give me, give me some scaries. Here, I'll throw you off and do a totally different intro. Guess how much disk space of recording time I have now? I actually very specifically wanted to ask you this question last week, but then you just took the intro by the horns and went on the whole Halloween costume thing. Oh. Uh, so I was actually meaning to ask you that just kind of as an idle thing to check in on every so often. Um, so I need to guess how much you have. Yeah. <sighs> Man. Do I think that you've cleaned out? Well, you did. You just tell, told me off air <sighs> that you upgraded your operating system. So that oh. does potentially, well, that could mean two things. It could mean that you maybe cleaned up some stuff, or it could mean that the two gigs that is a macOS software update took up more space, and okay. I can't quite decide in my head which where that would lie. I'm going to say you have 54 hours worth. Wow, you got a lot more faith in me than... <laughs> I have myself. I mean, I know, I know the number's uh, literally never been that high. So I was just, I don't even know why I guessed that. It was a, it was a poor guess. Let me do a second guess. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess half of that. Twenty-seven. Wow, that is pretty impressive. Um, oh wow. And as I'm, <laughs> whoa, okay, this is weird. Um, what the heck? What? It's. Is it changing um, like a lot or something? Yes. Oh, weird. Uh, so when you started get, oh, it stopped moving. Okay. Um, when you started guessing, it said 25 hours and 15 minutes. And then as you were speaking, you said 27 and all of a sudden it started climbing (laughs) and stopped at 27 hours and 50 minutes. And now just went down to 49, but I've willed it into existence. Yeah. That that, that must be a mix of audacity, either trying to index it or, um mac os doing something weird in the background and like cleaning up mm-hmm. files or something who knows it's oh, a mystery. Been emptying my trash yeah um but, can yeah. you guess how many i have 246 uh you're relatively close 299 okay not too <laughs> far off yeah so the reason i have more than i used to mm-hmm. is because in order to install a new uh mac os <laughs> yeah there we go there we go <laughs> you you have to have at least like 14 to 18 free gigabytes of space uh-huh. so i had to free up space until i had just enough man and then i stopped i'm so excited for when you get a new computer that's gonna be a while unless this thing dies on me fair enough i was actually thinking of you the other day as i was listening to a podcast because they were talking i don't know if you how much you keep up with the world of computers but last week apple released a couple new macbook pros yes with notches on them i was about to say something not about the notches but about why i won't be getting a new computer yeah well for i mean for your use case you wouldn't need those you would you could get away with a macbook air now yeah probably these days yeah but it, they were talking about, I, I don't think it was in the context of the notch. I forget what the context was, but they said something like, oh, well, I don't think anyone's using their MacBook on, on its side. And I was like, I know one guy who does. <laughs> I don't do it. Th- okay. It's sad because I actually have started doing it again because I have some like documents I have to look at every once in a while and they're just like rotated wrong. And I only look at each one for like five seconds. <laughs> 
And so, like, it's not worth going through the five-second process of rotating it three times right because you can't rotate one time left. <laughs> so just, like, nah, just flip the computer if I know there's a few in a row. Like, <laughs> or just turn my head, break yep. my neck. Yep. Looks like I'm doing something from, like, Thriller or something. <laughs> uh, that's just funny. Uh, okay, what what's your thoughts on the notch, though? Because, like, I know all the tech people hate it. I, I don't think that's true. I think... Most tech people who actually understand what's going on and are not just in it for the clicks understand that it's not a big deal at all, that it literally doesn't matter because okay. the, fa- the fact of the matter is there is a menu bar in macOS. Like there is a piece of screen that is too, you know, for most yeah. people always taken up and that's where mm-hmm. the notch fits in. Like it doesn't extend below that. So it's not taking up screen that would be used by an application applications don't need to like rewrite themselves to work around the notch yeah so i think it's fine the only weirdness is people who either have a crap ton of menu bar icons that normally hide in the top right of the menu bar if you have lots and lots of those such that they somehow manage to extend all the way past the center of the screen you'll have Mm -hmm. some issues with that or there are you know Anytime you have a program open of any type, whatever its menu options are, go up in the menu bar. And if there are lots of sub-menus, then some of them could get pushed to the other side of the notch. I've seen that Mm -hmm. um, reported. But those are like small things that, you know, programs can decide if they want to fix in some way or just leave it be and people will get used to it. But I don't think it's a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, it's mm-hmm. giving you a tiny little bit of extra space in reality. Ooh, extra space. I mean, that's what it is. Daddy likey. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think people are have it, have it overblown a little bit. If anyone is complaining. Mm-hmm. So, but on to the main event. Today is a special day. The World Series has begun. Boo-doo-doo. Yes, which means that in approximately ten days, at the most, when the World Series is over. Um, it'll only be, you know, it'll be a couple months of only having one day a week to watch sports more or less, which is football, which I don't even watch that much. I didn't even much. think about it that way. And then what were you thinking of it as? Oh, you know, I just, just not that way, you know, uh, just other <laughs> ways. So I take it that my, my, uh, vamping to pretend like we didn't just lose connection didn't work maybe. Oh, uh, it, it is a little confusing. I was talking about how football would then be a thing. Oh, nope. I, nope. Okay. I was wrong. No worries. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I was talking about how football would then be the next thing, but it's not on a lot, unlike baseball. And I just don't find it that interesting these days. So Mm -hmm. really in 10 days, sports will just kind of fade into the background until next spring. Yeah. 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 Don't tell that to the winter sports fans. They'll eat you alive. Aaron and I are thinking about going down to San Jose to see a hockey game at some point, but we have not made specific plans to do so yet. Going to talk to Josie? Yes. Neat. That's a very bad joke. <laughs> I don't even know if it qualifies as a joke. It was so no, bad. it really doesn't. Do you have any idea what the mascot of the San Jose hockey team is? Uh, It's not the Padres because that's their base... Full team, or is that not the- San Diego has the Padres? Ah, oh, close enough. 
<laughs> it's in the right state. <sighs> no, San uh, Jose has the sharks. Are you serious? I thought that was like the Florida something sharks. Um, I think maybe Isn't like a Florida hockey team. There's like the whole concept of is, that is funny to me. There is a, I feel like there's a, a hockey team in Tampa. The Devil Rays. The Tampa Bay Lightning is a hockey team. Ah, there it. might be another in Florida, but I'm not sure. Like it's just funny to me, like sports that are done in a place that is inhospitable to them. Well, I mean, for hockey, it doesn't really matter. Play it indoors. But it just feels wrong. Well, I, I don't disagree, but... That'd be like saying that, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, a cross-country ski race in Florida. Like, <laughs> huh? It's, like, not, it's not quite the same, but I... Like, I... Are, you, are you sure you're not just talking about, like, what, snorting cocaine off, like, a... <laughs> That's right. Is that, is that code for something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Is that, like, not in the, the PG nature of our podcast, snorting cocaine? It's okay. I just care about swearing. Uh, okay. That's not explicit. <laughs> okay. Is snorting cocaine not explicit? I don't know. You can say it on air. It's fine. You can show it on TV. What if... I don't think they blur out... Uh, what is it? Tony Montana, whatever. It was a Scarface, right? Yeah. Uh, what? Whoever. I've never seen that movie. I just know I, various I references either. to it. Whoever the yeah. main character is, I, I doubt they blur Scarface. out that scene when it's, you know, on TBS or whatever. Yeah. What what if you're like, what if like snorting cocaine off the posteriors of prostitutes? Would that be explicit? Maybe the mere mention I, I, of it. I think I think we're like a cable explicit podcast, or like or like we can go up to a cable level of explicitness. What about like HBO? Um, no, not HBO, because Aww. that's not like broadcasted. Like that's the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> it's not okay. on. It's that not on broadcast. Sense. But yeah. we do not quite, like, we can, in terms of, like, content, but we don't get the PG-13 language rule of we get one F-word in every episode. Okay. So. Okay. So we're, like, Bachelor in Paradise. I'm not familiar with that, but I'll, I'll assume that that's mostly correct. Okay, I will as well. I was just <laughs> trying to think of some show that I thought would be kind of trashy. I think I think we're at, like, Goonies level. Like, it was rated PG back then, and there's not much swearing, you know? There's no, yeah. like, really bad swearing. There's just, like, a, a light level of swearing. And it gets kind of intense at times in the Goonies. Uh-huh. Did we talk about Scooby-Doo last week? Uh, no. Have we talked about Scooby-Doo recently? I don't think so. I think we have talked about Scooby-Doo, maybe, like, briefly, for some reason. I don't know. But nothing okay. comes to mind. Because it was recently brought to my attention, and I was unaware of this, is, so you know... That Shaggy's a huge stoner? No, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I knew that when I was a kid, and I didn't even know what a stoner really was. Uh, But no, it was that the live-action Scooby-Doo movie, like the first one, the like Spooky Island or whatever, the original plan was for it to be PG-13, and then the original cut ended up being rated R, so they had to go back and recut it. <laughs> and I, so then I they, did not know that. <laughs> they recut it as a PG movie instead. Wow. And so, like, all of the, like, little, like, cute nods. All the sex scenes got taken out? Yeah, kind of. All the, like, cute <laughs> nods to, like, ooh, risque stuff. Yeah. 
like in the original cut were probably just like not nah, straight up like oh no they're not barbecuing in their van they're actually smoking weed sure <laughs> or like and like that's why it's like very like a very like i don't know like sexy movie or whatever like yeah all of the characters even the ones that weren't like always like that were very like sexed up for the movie yeah because they just did that and then had to dial it back awkwardly yeah and then instead of having any actual risque jokes they just had the one joke of i think it's like velma's boots or skirt or something making fart noises yep that's the main joke that i remember (laughs) i feel like that's the other one that's the second one that's the sequel (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, in either case. I, I know these movies are like the back of my hand. <laughs> I do not. But they're pretty good. I do remember that. Yeah. They had good casting. Yeah. Gosh. Freddie uh, Mercury. I mean... <laughs> what's <laughs> Not Freddie Mercury. <laughs> what am I on right now? Uh, I don't know. Whatever Shaggy's Freddie on. Freddie Prince Jr.? That sounds right. Is his name actually Fred? Wait. Thank you. You're going to be faster than me. Yeah, yeah. I heard the typing speed and I knew I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I knew I couldn't hang. Scooby-Doo, the film, the cast, Freddie Prinze Jr. as Fred okay. Jones. Yeah, I was right. I was right. Good okay, job. Good, good. Okay, you're freaking killing the game, boys. Yeah. That's what we do. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury as Shaggy. <laughs> that would be a very different movie, I feel like. <laughs> probably it's just the entire ensemble of queen playing different roles <laughs> oh my god <laughs> does there still gonna be a john cena cameo or does there get to be not still well of That's course all I need if they ever make another scooby-doo movie and it doesn't have a john cena cameo i don't think i'm gonna see it john cena is like the stan lee of the scooby-doo franchise <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> it's the best episode of any animated Scooby-Doo sh- like show or running ever. It's when John Cena had a cameo. I need a Scooby-Doo cinematic universe. Honestly, it's an impressive show. Like they still like make new episodes every once in a while or like no, new like spin-offs or versions of it. Okay. Still like alive and kicking. Nice. Gosh, if I had the rights to that. <laughs> Who does have the rights to Scooby-Doo? I have absolutely zero clue. Who owns Scooby-Doo? Warner Brothers. Probably could have ah. figured that one out before too long. Yeah. But there we probably go. Probably should have guessed that. Oh, well. Uh, so I had a uh, a quick little thing here before we move on. Um, my little sister and her boyfriend visited us this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and our or their trip reminded me a little bit of your trip visiting me in San Diego in that it rained for half of it. Yay! <laughs> but but it was like, they, they came on Saturday morning is when they arrived, around like 10.30. And so we, you know, did some stuff that day and, and whatever else, but then they also had plans with uh, her boyfriend's parents, because uh, it was his birthday. They, they had They'd gone to wine country earlier in the week and then were hanging out with us for the weekend. But then they had ah. a birthday dinner with the parents. Mm. So, you know, that was like a like a half day that we had. And it was very nice outside. It was cool. And then Sunday, it just rained literally the entire day. And it was like 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. So 
we tr- we attempted to do one thing in the rain. We got absolutely soaked, and then it was pretty minimal from there on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we we accomplished our like the places that we wanted to go eat. We mostly ate at because they are they are big food people. They wanted to go eat at a def- at a bunch of different places. Did you just call them fat? No, I called them food people. Big food people. Yeah, because they are. Um, Let's hope they don't listen. I promise they don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so it was fun though. That's nice. Yeah, went to a very fancy restaurant Sunday night, which was also fun. What kind of restaurant? It was a seafood restaurant mostly. Mmm. What kinds of seafoods you get? I got a black cod. Erin got fish of the land. Not actually, she got steak. Uh, they only oh. had five entrees, so <laughs> oh, options it is were fancy. limited. Yeah, holy Jesus! And then my sister got a crab salad, which was technically under the starters, but it was definitely big enough mm. and expensive enough to be an entree. Yeah. So is black cod like a type of cod, or is it like? I think so. I think it's a fancier it- kind of cod that lives much deeper than normal cod. Is what I was informed oh. by my sister's boyfriend, who is a big wildlife person, and loved pointing out everything about all the fish that we saw everywhere that we went. Hmm. I wonder why it would be black. Because it lives deep in the ocean. I thought things deep in the ocean didn't have pigment because, like, they're deep in the ocean. So why have pigment? Yeah. Like black is all the pigment. I suppose. Uh, I can't actually tell you. That's um, fine. You're not a you're not a fish person. Black cod oh, is technically fish the people. sable fish. Ooh. Extremely long-lived, some reaching over 90 years of age. You cod murderer. It's probably like 90 years old. They spawn at depths greater than 3,300 feet. Holy, wow. Yeah. I wish I had a more intelligent response to that. <laughs> well, I was caught off guard. So all I could come up with... So it is not a cod. Oh, so I just you're learned. a liar. I a am. dirty, dirty liar. Yep. Gonna go hunt some wabbits. That was a very bad impression. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be an impression. Just okay. the words were supposed to do the job. Okay. Gotcha. Um, But speaking of jobs... We gotta get on to our job this week, and I'm gonna read the comic. <laughs> So we got real life adventures uh, fr- that Mark brought, obviously, uh, and it's it's by Gary Wise and Lance Aldrich. We got, I must say, a middle aged man sitting on the couch, his wife sitting on the same couch as him, but as far away as possible on said couch. Not really like the purpose of the comic. Just needed to point this out. Um, by the way, it is also like a blue color of couch that I do not find appealing in any way whatsoever uh but anyways there is a tv in front of them but they're not looking at the tv they're looking at each other speaking to each other and the man says wait wait a minute we recorded this program why are we watching the commercials the wife staring him dead in the eye well maybe not dead in the eyes but look in his direction says because we're stupid she asks yeah that'd be my guess too he replies all right Oh, I'm about to get called stupid here, and I can already see it coming. 
What is your tolerance for commercials and advertisements in your day-to-day life? Ooh. Like, how much do you think you're inundated with them, and how much do you, like, care? I... If commercials... Ugh. Gosh. I... Honestly, I'm annoyed by commercials that just like pretend to exist and like not draw attention to themselves like like advertising on things i find kind of annoying Hmm. uh like like advertising on like buses and stuff or i don't know or like cars or stuff like that it's just like why like Hmm. but like you do you like i guess if you gotta make a buck go for it I'm okay with being advertised to if it provides me a service that I like for free, provided that the advertising isn't, like, obtrusive. Like, like for example, like, videos on the internet or something. Like, if, okay, if half the video length is commercials, like, come on. It's not worth it at that point. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm okay with a five-second skippable ad or, like, a short ad read in the middle. Like, I'll skip it if I'm, like, really on it paying attention. But, like, half the time I don't because it's not really, like, I'm just there to just chill. So it's fine. But, yeah. I don't like having, like, advertising smacked me, like, smacking me in the face either. Like, like I don't know. Are, like, robocalls, ad- like, not, like, they're not uh, I think I think we can count that under the world of advertisement. Yeah. like It's not quite that, like- but it's close enough. Like, where you force me to interact with your ad. Yeah. That's not okay. Like, the freaking... Okay, the types of ads on YouTube that make me angry. Like, okay, give me a, like, minute-long unskippable ad. Like, I can suck that up. Don't make me freaking answer some stupid survey questions, okay? <laughs> Quit trying to mine data out of me. Mm-hmm. Screw you and your money-grubbing little fingers. Yeah. But... Okay. Wow, that was a really, like harsh take that i didn't know i i still don't even know if i believe it but i said it well that's totally fair um what about this though are there advertisements that you think are effective on you Ooh. um oh gosh the other day i saw an ad that i thought was really good and i'm like honestly that didn't annoy me and i actually like liked it Hmm. okay some ads that are maybe effective on me are like no, I can't say they're effective on me because I don't see movies. But, like, like things like movie trailer, like, I'll often, like, sit and watch an ad that's just a movie trailer or something. Sure. It's like, oh, like, I don't know this movie. Like, I'll watch the trailer. <laughs> Even though I know it's, like, a paid ad. Um, ads that are effective on me, though. I feel like the ads that are most effective are the things that, like, I would have kind of already considered buying. Like they didn't need to convince me that I wanted it or needed it. They just needed to convince me that it exists. Yep. Yep. I don't have any examples of this, a time when it has actually worked on me recently, but like, (laughs) like I've been progressively more and more tempted to just like try a, just for like one week for funsies, like one of those like hello fresh style, like meal delivery or like, I guess ingredient and recipe delivery services. Yep. Whatever. Um, but yet I can't say that it was effective cause I haven't actually done one yet. And I've been thinking about this for like a year and a half. <laughs> um, yeah. so maybe it's not effective. I don't know. Do you have any uh, examples of things that you think are effective on you? I was just going to say with the HelloFresh thing, I feel like that's more of just a, 
you're almost their target audience, but they just need someone with a slightly high, a slightly lower um, level of catalyst needed to, you know, make a trigger on a purchase. But yeah, like I feel like if I lived with someone, I would have already done it. That's fair. Being I live alone, I got no one to impress with my meals. <laughs> okay, actually, no. I I do need to start impressing people with my meals because I've started to get, like, no one... I guess I have, like, a reputation with the lunches that I bring with me and I eat at lunchtime because people started asking me questions about them. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, making, like, not in, jokes. In a good jokes, way but, or in a bad way? Um, like, do you think you need to be more impressive with your food, or do you feel like you have impressed so far, but you need to keep up the act somehow, and you're okay, running out so, of ideas? <laughs> no, so I have to explain, like, what my lunches are first. Okay. So, like, I eat a good breakfast, and then I'm normally not hungry at lunchtime. And so lunch is something that, like, I know if I don't eat by, like, 2 o'clock, my hands will be shaking like I'm coming off, like, some drug high. Mm -hmm. But, like, so I know I have to eat lunch, but I don't really, like, I'm not, like, hungry. So I've built it into my schedule as, like, this is a a task I have to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so along with that, like, the other meal of my day, dinner, it's often easy to make dinners that are like not super like vegetable heavy or anything at least for me like lots of i don't know carbs and proteins and i don't know other stuff mm-hmm. and so my lunch is like okay this is my opportunity because i don't really care what i eat because i'm not that hungry it's just like just putting a lot of veggies um so like two lunches that i've brought recently are like like a big like spinach salad with a bunch of like extra veggies in it um or like a big tub of like chopped up vegetables and like a little tub of hummus sure and then like along with this i got like an apple a banana and like some yogurt or something yeah and so i think people just think that i eat super healthy (laughs) because my lunch is just like straight fruits and vegetables and a cup of yogurt and like no, it's just like, no, this is all the fruits and vegetables I eat all day. Mm-hmm. And so, I gotcha. yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about before I went off on that? Uh, uh, advertisements. <laughs> you had asked me what I had asked you, which mm-hmm. was effective advertisements. Um, I totally get the, uh, you just need to know that it exists kind. Yeah. I think... I mean, that's, that's not like a type of advertisement. I'm sure there are types of advertisements like that that would put me off. Because there's definitely a, a thing to aggressive marketing saying something about a company mm-hmm. and the style and, and, the, and the tone with which they market. And, and that can be off-putting. But more times than not, if something is like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that I needed that, but now I'm convinced that I totally need it. Uh the the only downside to that situation for the brand that is advertising is when it's something so simple that I can easily get a knockoff on Amazon. Mm. So the most recent example of that particular situation that I can think of is Ridge Wallet. Mm-hmm. You know they're re- they're redefining the wallet in case you hadn't known. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's so many clones of that online for like a quarter of the price. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I ended up doing. I, I looked around and found one that I was like, yeah, this seems pretty good. It has good reviews. And it was way cheaper, especially after I looked up the cost of a Ridge wallet. I was like, well, I'm definitely aren't, not getting that. Can uh, I ask? Yeah. Are they like, like, how much are they? I thought that. Are, I'm going to look it up again are we because like, I just want to go to their website and see what it is on their website. Because I, I vaguely remember what it was on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Are they That's like what I thought. Forty bucks or something. Um. So give me a. So let's go with their regular aluminum gun metal, right? That would be what yeah. I would consider one of the most boring, straightforward ones, right? Mm-hmm. You said what? Forty dollars. Yeah. Eighty-five dollars. Well, you know, if you if you if you use code LTT, you can get you know ten dollars off or whatever. Wait, uh, and so that's just that's the cheapest that you can get is the aluminum gunmetal, titanium gunmetal, and a lot of other like the slightly higher tier above eighty five dollars. There's a bunch for a hundred and five dollars, and then oh my, it goes gosh. up from there. Uh, I think the most expensive that I can find is a. 18 karat gold plated one for 225. Okay, that is absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah, so I think I got mine for 15 or 20 dollars on Amazon just from some other random brand that seemed legitimate. And I thought that like I was thinking like, oh yeah, 45 bucks, that's going to be like expensive. And actually the kind that I got is not quite the same as Ridgewall, but I think I like the design better. So, Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a good example of one where uh, something that is very <clears throat> simple, it's very clonable, and it's also easy to iterate on their design and just kind of tweak it to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. And then you can just undercut them by just using cheaper materials that still totally work as a wallet. Because as long as it's some basic kind of metal, it's not like it's going to fall apart on you. All it is is two plates of metal, like, screwed together. Okay. That was you know. my question. Is your knockoff like still made out of metal and like screws and stuff? Um, as as far as I can tell, yeah. Okay. As and again, that's a little different mechanism. It has a it's like a trigger mechanism on the bottom. Like you slide something on the bottom, and it spits the cards mm. up the top in a like stacked formation, mm-hmm. like in a sta- in like a staircase pattern, so that you can like yeah. see them all and pick out the one that you want. It like fans them a little bit for you. Or not like yeah. fans them, but yeah, it's yeah, it's vertically. not a fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's what mine does. Uh, so yeah. So any, anyway, Ridgewald is a great example of one that is like, I don't see the reason to pay that much, right? I'm not into a luxury item just for the sake of having the thing mm-hmm. with the name. Doesn't matter yeah. to me. There are others though that like you know I I am definitely susceptible, mostly susceptible, which is why they probably pay the most to the like direct kind of endorsement advertisement on YouTube videos and podcasts and stuff like that. The stuff that has a mm. bit of legitimacy behind it. Mm-hmm. So not, not everything that a, like a YouTube creator says in their video has the feel of an actual endorsement. You know, some mm-hmm. of them are just so rote or whatever that you're just kind of like, whatever. Right. Yeah. But some of them have good enough copy or the people who do it are actually care enough about it and or my own bias of this already seems interesting to me makes me actually consider a lot of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So th- those are by far the most effective are products that I find on like podcasts or whatever. And they still often get me thinking like, oh, maybe I could just find a different version of this. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes I will consider or go for the actual thing that was advertised. And that can lead me down a little rabbit hole to other similar items as well. Are there types of advertising for you that actively drives you away from a product? Because I know there are for me. Yeah, I mean, one very simple example is if I have to play an uh, an unsubscribe dance with my email, then they're dead to me. Oh. Like, unsubscribing should be unsubscribing, and that should be it, right? Yeah, but if if they if it doesn't work, that means one of two things: either they're just ignoring me, or they have bought my data from other sources, and I just kind of get brought back into their system through some other method that wasn't my yeah. own doing. So th- that's that's something that I don't appreciate. I, I honestly don't sub- unsubscribe to many emails. I just kind of let emails come in, and I just get lots of emails, and then I just delete them throughout the day. Like that doesn't really bother me. But if I do happen to unsubscribe to something, that'll be annoying. Um, and I don't know. I think the rest of it is just kind of like the tone of the marketing. There's some stuff that just, just kind of rubs you the wrong way. Like there's no other way to say it other than like, oh, it's too self-important or it's what, whatever it could be. It could be any, oh, any number I, of things that just give me a bad feeling. I got ways to say it. Oh, yeah? Go for it. Advertising that is pandering to things or... Uh, consumer desires that I think are actively harmful. Hmm. That makes sense. I, I'm on board with that way of saying things. Um, that That's like my big one. Yeah. Like, if you are just like spewing some BS in a way that I think is actively harmful to like try to, to try to pander to a portion of society, I, I'm just like not about it and I'm, I'm out. Like... Yeah, I feel like most of the, well, at least the stuff that comes to mind that obviously falls under that category is stuff that I'm not looking at or for anyway. But I oh, could imagine okay. that there are products or brands or whatever. I don't know what you, you were thinking of. That it happens could a lot still... in the grocery store. Okay. Interesting. Lots of food-related things, it comes up for me. Like, that if you're, sense. like, talking about some... Some something that's some pseudoscience BS, like, I'm out mm-hmm. most of the time. There's a few few situations where someone's hooked me so good I can't get out, but, yeah. Like, if you're talking about how, so, I don't know. Lots of, like, the types of marketing that's, like, around superfoods and stuff, mm-hmm. That those sorts of claims where it's, like, yeah, you're taking, like, probably some small study and, like, blowing it way past like anything that could even be very reasonably like concluded from the results to make some like bizarre claim yeah but that for me that's give you superpowers that's one of my examples of that already is like that's just like something that i want to be interested in anyway and sure the marketing doesn't help but for me in particular i'm not even in the like dietary supplement uh, mm-hmm. group like that's I'm not the person that they're looking for I'm not interested in that stuff anyway but I can see how that would expand to other stuff where even just like a brand 
espousing how avocados will cure your Alzheimer's when you're 90 or something, maybe I'll just go buy a regular avocado without any marketing on it. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, things like, uh, there's certainly, okay, I'll say, there are arguments to be had about, like, GMOs or something, but, like, things that are, like, oh, 100% non-GMO mm-hmm. or something, it's like, uh, yeah, you're you're pandering to things that I'm not wanting to support right now, and there's an alternative right next to you that's the exact same that's not making these claims, so, also, that one's cheaper. Like, yeah. bro, you don't played yourself. Should've just fired your marketing department cut a cent off the price and you would have got me <laughs> uh, alright long story short fire your marketing department <laughs> except for my company we need you oh sorry yeah <laughs> I forget that I'm talking to someone who works in marketing you're, work, yeah, you're working you're working you're working are you talking to a corporate shill oh jeez sold out Grant has brought The Nightlife by Keith Knight. Uh, This particular comic is entitled Coupons You Can Use. And we have a little mock-up of a coupon where, you know, on the top left it says coupon, where the C is a cent symbol. And similarly, the top right is cut here, also with a cent symbol and a little picture of some scissors. Uh, We are told in the bottom right that the value is priceless with the two S's being dollar signs and the C being cent signs. And this priceless coupon is called Candy Bar Trade-In. The bearer entitled to trade in candy, soda, chips, and energy bars for apples, oranges, bananas, and other real food. And on the middle of the coupon, we have a little drawing of um, someone with a, a candy bar of some sort saying... Take my garbage, please. Talking to some very happy person in a lovely striped shirt and an arm coming out of what looks like the totally wrong place in their body saying, sure. So, Mark. (laughs) Do you think you can compare apples to oranges? (laughs) I sure can. I prefer apples. (laughs) So why do people say you can't compare apples and oranges? They're both fruits you can compare them Uh, i don't know i i think that that's one of those things where whoever first said it was it's one of those things where either there is more to the saying there's some history to it that is now lost and obviously dumb i mean it's it's one of many idioms that you kind of just have to ignore you know you have to accept the meaning of the phrase and not the individual words that are strung together I I agree with you. I think that you have to look for something more disparate if you want to talk about two things that can't, I mean, can't be compared, anything can be compared, but shouldn't it be compared? Well, then yeah. Uh, then, then we're talking about, I don't know, you know, it's like comparing, <sighs> let me see, I'm trying to come up with a good one, I'm trying to come up with like a catchy one, you know. It's like trying to compare a prostate exam and unicorns. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like just like the nature of what you're proposing, like regardless of what you would have said, I would have found some way to make a weird comparison in my head. 
And that one was a real good weird oh, one. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You you literally can compare anything. So it's about what you shouldn't compare or what, what has no reason being compared. Yeah. Right? Apples not- and oranges, many good reasons to compare them that come up just naturally, even outside of this conversation. Yeah. But there's many other pairs of objects that I I think every time Gosh. someone wants to say apples and oranges, they, they should be sh- required to come up with two different things every single time. I like prostate exams and unicorns. I think I'm going <laughs> to use that one and see what kind of weird looks I get. Cause I, yeah, use, I was going to say, <laughs> I, let me know okay, what the reception is. <laughs> I was going to say idioms are for idiots. And then I noticed that I use so many idioms in my day-to-day life. It's... Uh, preposterous. You, you are quite a master of cliches, I think. <laughs> I use weird ones all the time. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like it wouldn't be that out of character to be like, oh, yeah, I can't compare them. It's like, it's like prostate exams and unicorns. Yeah. It's the same as coming up with new phrases for whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Whether like that's just... a personal thing. Like, my little sister has a shirt that says, whatever sprinkles your donuts. Like, that's cute. Aww. But you could come up with weirder ones as well. Not my pockets, not my problem. <laughs> it's my favorite. I say that one far more frequently than I should for how bizarrely made it up made up it is. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, that's that's I agree. Apples and oranges can and should be compared. Okay. And apples sweet. are better most of the time. Oh, hundred percent. Retweet that. Yeah, except for making orange juice, apples are pretty good. Well, yeah, apples are pretty bad at making orange juice. <laughs> yeah. But they're great at making... Uh, mm, they're better in uh, a fruit salad. Yes. What kind of... Like, okay, no, I know the answer to that. I was going to say, what kind of freaking <laughs> monster puts oranges in a fruit salad? But I've had a lot of fruit salads with oranges in them, and I'm pretty sure my family members are those monsters. <laughs> I love you, Mom. No, I don't think my mom ever does that, but I'm sure other family members. Mm-hmm. No oh, doubt. But mandarin oranges in a fruit salad, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think it depends on the makeup of the fruit salad. I think mandarin oranges can be like a fun little bonus, but I think that they can also either be an addition to like too much kind of a weirder, softer texture. Oh. It just depends on the makeup of the fruit salad, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I think you have to consider these things. The best reason to have apple is because it's kind of the firmest. Like, it gives that crunch mm-hmm. that pretty much no other fruit that you would normally have in a fruit salad would give. Like, when you just have a bunch of melon and strawberries and stuff like that, it's all just very soft and mm-hmm. homogenous in terms of texture. Yeah. So I think you want a mixture of stuff. Um, and you also have to make sure that your mandarin oranges do not have seeds in them because every once in a while I get surprised by that and it's Ooh. sad and I wouldn't want that in my fruit salad. I don't know. Gosh, there's got to be like a unpopular opinions like the wanting the egg shell in your omelet or whatever. Or like, oh, I like my oranges to have a random seed. Now I'm just thinking of like, you know, when you have fruit bowls where the honeydew has too much rind left on it. Ugh. Or when your pineapple is incredibly firm. Mm. Stuff like that. That really ruins a day. When's pineapple season? I really want some dehydrated pineapple again. (laughs) I don't know, man. I miss that. What's your guess for when pineapple season is? I bet it's like spring. Pineapple season. Oh, you nailed it. March through July. I'm going to be honest. The only reason I 
guess that was because I was like, how many months has it been since I've eaten a pineapple? Because yeah. it sure ain't now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, it's even like not that long ago, so it's going to be a while. Yeah. Because oh, that was great. Like I could get a pineapple. I swear, I think I got a pineapple for like 99 cents this year. That's ridiculous. And yeah, but I got to... I got to remember next time I start like doing like dehydrated pineapple uh, is if I do it, if I like buy like two pineapples and do them both at once, like I got to start like wearing gloves because last time I did it, like my fingers felt weird the next day. (laughs) Do you think that's from like the acidity of a pineapple or just like something else? I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I don't know what all is in a pineapple. So pineapples are acidic and then they also have like some enzymes that like to use like the clickbaity mm. term like they, they they like eat flash i suppose even just like, like eating a pineapple yeah eat, just eating a pineapple gives you a weird mouthfeel if you have too much of it doesn't it yeah it's because the enzymes yeah. like dissolve something that helps give your like meat cell structure interesting okay so yeah like so if you prep a lot of pineapple you actually like should wear gloves because it's quite irritating that's good to know yeah also if you're well, allergic don't well, prep that's... stuff with pineapple just a just a little PSA out there. <laughs> Pro tip, if you're allergic to pineapple, try to not prep your pineapple at all. But if you have to, wear gloves. Yeah. <laughs>